Hello, 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 and thank you for listening to the pod of Born Star, Born Star, Born Star, where you recognize, where you recognize your star, podcast where you can recognize your star wherever you are, whether you live in Europe, in Italy, in Germany, in Ireland, in the United States, in Canada, wherever you live, you're a star. Even Mexico, because Mexico matters too. Um, wherever you are, you're a star. Um, so it is Wednesday. It's hump day. It's another day for us to talk about another, a lot of other things that are going on today on this hump day. Two more days closer to the weekend, although we don't know what we're doing this weekend, but it's going to be fun, whatever it ends up being. Um, First off, let's start the day with something that we need to start the day off with. No media allowed, no media allowed, no media allowed. They lie to us anyway. Um, we start the day off with the media. Uh, what's going on, um, you know, with things. Um, we're going to talk about what's going on with things in the United States. Nothing. Congress sucks. And... I'm tired of talking about climate. I'm tired of having these conversations about things that are actually important and discussing why things need to change here because they don't change. And I'm also tired of having discussions about why the government is horrible because they do suck and they get elected into these positions and they forget what the positions are for. The only reason they get elected into these positions is because people elect them into them. Now, I think they're going to be dealing with a situation where they're going to be faced with some really staunchy reality that they might not necessarily be ready for. Like, if you keep lying to people and saying one thing and doing another, do you honestly think you're going to be able to retain power? Like, because at some point, the people that you're lying to are going to be like, wait, I can elect someone else to take your spot. And that's exactly what I'm going to end up doing. And while it's great that progressives want to run everything and they want to turn the United States into a communistic society, the communism doesn't work, dude. It's a failure. So I really don't want the government telling me what I can do on my phone. I don't want the government telling me what I can do with anything, really. I don't even really want them to be a part of anything that I'm doing. Are you watching Nancy Pelosi? Like, she's like 80-something years old. Are you watching Chuck Schumer? He doesn't even know what day it is. Biden thinks his mom's alive. She's been dead 12 years. Uh, What are we talking about? Dude, they let people into the country that aren't supposed to be here. The country has enough problems going on anyway, but no one wants to talk about the actual problems here. Then they got mad about a war that ended, and Afghanistan expects Americans to still care about that. Why? Why are we expected to still care about something that made no sense to begin with? And why do you still want our help after? I'm sorry. How can I possibly care about people in Afghanistan where there's people that are American that are experiencing issues? I can't do that. Sorry. Don't care. Like, how do you want sympathy? What do you want sympathy for? I'm sorry. That's where you live. Like, that's not my problem. I don't understand why the United States is supposed to just fix everything for everywhere else. 
We can't do that. It doesn't end up working. And using war as an advantage to stay in places that don't have any resource we need is stupid. Spending $2 trillion, they could have just wiped away student loan debt in the blink of an eye. That's what that money could have been spent on. Better yet, give us the money. They could have given every American $10,000 in 20 years versus Afghanistan. Do you think they did that? No. And these war-hungry monsters will bring up any excuse they can find to say that people need to stay in Afghanistan. For what? Why are we there? Why are we still talking about that? I don't give a shit about refugees in America. Um, Get in line with all the rest of the refugees. And they shouldn't get special privileges and they shouldn't get anything. Um, honestly, they should just be waiting 10 years. So they've been in this country 10 years. And then at that point, then they can become a citizen. That's it. Whatever their normal rule is right now, that's what they should be abiding by. I really don't give a shit what they're saying because it all contradicts itself. And I'm tired of acting like people can just get away with not doing things the correct way. This isn't one of those situations. And when the Biden administration messes up, just like when the Trump administration did shit that wasn't good, everybody can see it. And not everyone is a progressive or far left liberal or far right lunatic. Some of us are just in the middle and we just want things to be done correctly. We don't like inflation. We don't want the price of everything we use on a normal basis to go up sky high. We don't want to be paying ridiculous prices for gas. Do you know I almost spent $40 filling up my gas tank? Like, why? Like, now, like, that's ridiculous. Like, I went to the grocery store and I bought, like, seven things and that was 30 bucks. And, like, just things that shouldn't be this expensive are. Trying to buy property, trying to navigate and live your life and do things, having children. All of this is far harder now than it was before. And I'm sorry. Again, like I said yesterday, whose problem is it that people are having kids and they can't figure out how to take responsibility for them? That's not my burden. They're not my kids. I don't care. I pay my taxes. Why are you bothering me? You already take enough shit out of my taxes anyway. So now they added another burden onto our taxes and they keep punishing people that are going to work doing things correctly. They gave free money to people that don't have a resume. What are you creating? You're creating somebody that's going to keep wanting free stuff. That's what you're creating. How long can you be unemployed? Unemployment is supposed to be there to boost you to find another position. Unemployment doesn't exist. You can stay on it for two years. That's not the point of unemployment. Regardless of the fact that it was COVID-19 and we weren't aware of what was going on, at this point, it's a year and a half later, and they should have cut that shit off a long time ago. If they want to give us monthly stipends or checks or they don't want to punish people that don't make $100,000 a year or even $50,000, I would be okay if they stop taxes, federal taxes, for anyone that does not make $50K a year. Okay, great. I would also be okay if they want to give out monthly stipends like checks to people that actually need it. I would be okay with that too. But the people would have to have some form of employment and they would have to be doing something with their lives. They can't be receiving free food. They can't be receiving free housing and they can't not have a job too. So it's got to be a combination of you're either having employment and you're figuring out your life and then you get something. But you can't get all this stuff. 
because someone's paying for it and it's not you. And I'm tired of hearing how we need to help people from other countries that are here. No, because the people in other countries aren't going out of their way in their other countries to figure out how to help the United States citizens. Like, America needs to mind their goddamn business for the millionth time. Stop trying to fix other places. If they want to live in the Stone Age and they want to pretend like it's 1864 before Christ, let them live like that with all those layers of things on their head or whatever. Who cares? Like, and, and, and I don't want to tell anybody not to believe in anything they don't want to. I'm not going to have the religious conversation. I have my own feelings about religion. It's a business. But if you want to believe in whatever you want to believe in, you can do that. It's none of my business. Religion is a business. It convinces people to give their money, give their time, free labor, do a lot of things that they might not necessarily have time for. And here's another thing. God, Jesus, why would you have to give all that to be able to speak to him? You wouldn't. That's how you know it's a ruse. So these people that want to come to the United States and push their narrative and force us to believe in stuff that we don't care about, or then they want to be in their own country and be upset about the fact that we're free, they don't get to do that. This isn't a communistic place. I don't give a shit. If you want to have 500 kids, don't tell me about it. But I don't want you to make up a tax that I have to pay so you can subsidize them and give them free stuff. No, stop doing that. No, we need to stop lying. This whole progressive shit does not work because someone's going to have to pay for it. And the someone who's going to have to pay for it is me and him and them and they. All of us here in middle class, we're the ones that get staunched with more taxes. We're the ones that get staunched with, oh, you get to do this. Oh, blah, 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 blah. Really? So no one makes us do anything, right? No one. If you want a good job, you either have to have A, experience, B, a degree, or C, both of them. Uh, Both. There's that. I don't care if you're complaining about fight for 15. Dude, you're not getting $15 an hour if you don't have any education or experience that actually matters. If you want to make more money, if you want to have a better position, if you want to do better things with your life, stop looking for a handout and go do it. No one gives anything away for free. You have to work and earn. That's what it's called. Like this idea that, oh, this is just free. Why should you get that? What are we talking about? Are you kidding me? I don't give a fuck if you got five kids and you're um, single and you can't figure out how to do something with your life. Maybe having five kids wasn't a good idea to you figure out what you were going to do to raise them correctly and to be able to afford five kids. Maybe there's that because maybe the state shouldn't be providing you with any sort of fun for that. Just saying, don't get it. I'm just, The state I live in, stop giving people free money. Stop. Because people have to pay for that. And no one gets an award for paying their taxes. Uncle Sam loves to cha-ching you and take your money away from you and give it to someone that really doesn't deserve it. They're not giving money to people that are at work. No, they're not. They're not giving out any sort of handout to someone who's actually working hard for something. Just a food for thought. Um, Yeah. The politicians suck. It's another day. It's Wednesday. Nothing's been solved. The $3.5 trillion idea, which is they don't have a way to actually pay for it because they're not going to increase taxes on the rich because we knew that wasn't going to happen. 
all the shit they said they were going to do, they're not going to do it. And we shouldn't be surprised. We should just be like, they got elected into office because we didn't figure out another person to run against them. Democrats and Republicans, it's the same party with two different sides pretending like they care and neither one of them do. All they care about is their funds and their money and retaining their power. And their power means that someone's going to have to pay for it. And the only people that pay for their power is us because they're supposed to work for us. But the legislation that they put into to words doesn't add up to shit. Biden has had months to figure out a way to save voting rights. He has done nothing. And I don't want to hear Pot Save America give him another excuse. I'm tired of excuses for these people that are too fucking old and educated and experienced to know that this shit doesn't work. I'm just really sick of it. Biden is the age that he can't lie about that anymore. And Kamala Harris has way too much experience in this field because she's really smart to be trying to come off like they can't figure out something to work. The Republicans are out of their minds. The Democrats are pathetic. They keep feeding into this bipartisan act. Someone needs to go to West Virginia and light Joe Manchin's ass on fire. Okay, let's stop talking about it. Light his ass on fire. Someone also needs to go to Arizona, where Kirsten Sinnerman lives, and blow her ass up on too. Demote her. Get her out of office. There's legislation somewhere to get her ass out of office. There's some sort of legislation. They need to be having people to run against these old-timey, nothing's going to change, everything's going to remain the same type shit. I mean, dude, really, that needs to happen. If hard work gets no reward, then no work gets nothing. You can't do nothing and expect to get a handout. And that's exactly what this is. A joke. Anyways, that was your Wednesday edition of No Media Allowed, No Media Allowed, No Media Allowed. We need need new government in the United States of America. And if you've got any ideas, leave me a comment. Because we need to replace all these people that are waiting, that should have been retired and never should have run. Like, granted, Hillary Clinton sucked. I'm glad she didn't win. Um, but Biden's just horrible and Obama kind of sucked. And the worst of them all was, uh, what is his name? Bush. He couldn't even talk, dude. And Bill Clinton with that whole, whatever was going on. I mean, the presidents for the last, I don't know how many years, they've all been really bad. And Biden has got to be the worst. Just horrible. Just horrible. Anyways. First part of our conversation today on this Wednesday is if you have an iPhone 12, do you need iPhone 13? No, there's going to be people that are on YouTube telling you that you need to get the iPhone 13 because they updated some camera feature. And oh, my God, the camera feature on the iPhone 13 is so much better than the camera feature on the iPhone 12. You need this so bad. Really? Um, so I'm going to spend another thousand dollars on a phone um pass like no like seriously apple has found a way to convince a bunch of morons every year they need to upgrade their phone to a new phone and i was all about the iphone trading program every year that's cool dude whatever i'm all about that right but uh what's so great about the iphone 13 and why do i need it and 
for what I'm doing, you know, I do a podcast. Do I actually need it? I don't know. Do I? Like, how's it going to make my life better? Like, is it really going to make my life better? Am I really going to venture in and see the difference between the phone I just got last year and this new phone? And if I'm going to get this phone, I'm going to want the Pro and I'm going to want the Max. And that's going to be the highest price. And I'm not saying I can't afford to get it, but do I actually need it? I could have just stuck with the phone I had before this one and I would have been fine. Granted, the battery life is far better on this phone than it was on the XS Max. I will admit that. And it's likely that the battery life is better on the 13. Now, just because of that factor and the camera's better, I would consider doing that. And I'm getting back into my YouTube videos, so maybe I do need to consider you know, what app I'm going to be used to record the videos because I want to have a video along with the podcast. That's what I want to go back into. And, and that's exactly what I'm going to do. But um, I don't know if it's worth it. Like people will be like, you got to get the iPhone 13, but you're constantly spending money on this shit. And it's like a car or it's like it's like property. It's going to automatically lose its value the moment you buy it. And they're going to come out with something new the moment you spend money on it. And I'm not saying that technology isn't fun and having pretty cool things isn't great because it is. But do you actually need it? That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I don't know if you need it. Do you want it? Maybe. Do you need it? That's an entirely different conversation. And we should be having that conversation. Is everything you see worth the amount of money that you need it for? I don't know. Like, I was considering getting the iPhone 12, but do I need to get the iPhone 13? Not 12, 13. No. Am I going to get it? No. The only way I would buy that phone is if I was buying it cash. That's the smartest way to buy those phones. Because if you're doing a monthly payment on it, you're going to end up spending more than the phone is worth. So the whole uh, trade-in program every year, I I would do that with Apple. That would be the only way I would do it is if I was doing it with Apple and I was trading it in every year and I was getting a new phone. I'm cool doing that. I'll even do that with T-Mobile. That's the only way I'm going to do it is if I trade it in every year and I can get a new phone. If I could do that, fine. Or buy it cash. But two years paying it off, no. Pass. There's no point in owning this phone. You're going to want to trade it in by the time you buy it. So, like, I got to tell you, you might as well do the trade-in program. I'm going to have to look that up and see, you know, what the latest thing is on that with T-Mobile. Because I do have T-Mobile. And T-Mobile is the coolest and the, the best ever. So, I'll see what deals they have with that. Um, if they have some sort of a great deal, maybe I'll get into it. But... Do I really need iPhone 13? I don't know if I do. Like, I'm recording podcasts. I'm doing videos. You know, I'm going to try to push out these books at some point once I really get to an end point with them. Um, you know, I'm just trying to build my brand and start something totally cool. So we'll see what happens with that. But um, I don't know if you need to fall into the hype of I need to get something new. Everything, something new comes out, come, comes out because you'll never be able to catch up. It's just a circle of, I need this, I need this, I need this, I need this, I need this. And then something else is going to come out and something else and something else and something else and something else. Is buying new technology smart? I don't know, because there's always going to be new technology. My laptop is four years old. Do I need a new one? Probably because the screen is iffy. 
am I going to buy one no time soon because it hasn't completely broken yet. I guess I'll buy one once that dies. I don't know when that's going to be. But like I used to have a mentality where I would buy stuff before I needed to buy it. I was going to get a new iPad too, but I don't even use the iPad I have now. Granted, I use it, but I don't use it like that. So like I don't need an iPad like that. I like to surf with it, go on Pinterest. I like to look at Amazon and eBay. I like to listen to podcasts on there. There's a lot I like to do with my iPad. But the iPad I have now is fine. It does die a lot faster than I want it to. So maybe that's a good reason to upgrade that iPad. Um, We'll see what happens. Anyways, moving into the next part of our conversation. Do podcasters need a podcaster setup for ease? Like, I want this cool microphone, right, for my desk, for my podcast. But I don't know how that's going to work with my desk because I have my computer on it and a bunch of other stuff in my office area in my apartment. Do I want to set up a podcast area? Yeah, I really do. Uh, I kind of, you know, depending on where we go next, I kind of want a studio for it. And, And I really I do want an environment where it's a welcoming podcaster environment. I really do want that. I do. Um. Do I need it? I don't know if I need it, but I want it. I feel like it would make my podcaster life easier. I'm not going to lie. Where's that going to go? I haven't figured that out yet, but I do think a podcaster setup is essential to podcasting correctly. Having that microphone that provides the volume the way you want it and having that freedom of the camera in your face constantly, granted it's your phone. So that goes back to me deciding if I want iPhone 13 or not. Having all that available and having those as an option to use are really critical. And I really do think they're important. But does that mean I wanna spend like a million dollars for a home office? No, it doesn't. Like, Like, let's be honest, there's not a lot of money to be made in podcasting unless like, you're really good at it. And I'm not saying that people aren't really good at it, but you start listening to a podcast, it's great. Then you forget to click on it. And, and you know, this could be a daily thing that you listen to. I do love podcasting. I'm, I'm maybe not into it for like the reward or the money like that because I like doing it. But um, I don't know. Is it a situation where it's smart for you to spend a lot of money to set up a podcaster layer? I don't know, like, unless you're getting paid a lot of money for it, maybe don't invest all your time doing that. Unless you have multiple podcasts and you have a multiple and you have a good turnover with it. I don't know if you want to do that. I mean, maybe you do want to do that, but I don't know if you want to do that. I mean, you can try it if you want and then see where you end up. I'm just saying it, it might not be the smartest thing to do. Anyways, I love podcasting. I'm so happy I have a way to provide you with the illest conversations, the illest topics, you know, the most fire um, fashion examples and getting down to things that sting like relationships, people you don't like, uh, saying how you really feel about things, religion, race, all the things that are kind of awkward that we don't talk about when someone makes you feel like you don't exist. I feel like that's necessary and that's what a podcast provides you with. A podcast provides you with a way to express that. 
I don't know if you'll get that from any other place aside from podcasting. And I really do think that this is where you'll find that. Honestly. I love podcasting. I love being able to share my thoughts, my opinions, everything. And I love thinking that I'm helping someone. Because we live in a world where you can lose sight of that. Now, some of the things I say people will likely disagree with, especially when it comes to me saying that I don't care about Afghanistan people coming to the United States of America. And I don't really want to hear about uh, situations when it comes to uh, immigration. And I'm saying that as someone that likes everybody, and I don't care what your religion is, whether you're Pakistani or Islamic or whatever. I'm saying as that, like somebody like that. But the reason I'm saying this is because if you go anywhere else, there's not a conversation about this. And if that is the case, right, if that's the case, then why are we having a conversation about it now here in this country? If when you go to other countries, you don't get the same treatment. If that's the case here, then I don't want to hear about them being rewarded with some fancy thing here either. I Like, I don't want to hear it. Like, because, no, that's not how this works. Like, if you want to be successful in the United States of America, you have to earn that, okay? Like, podcasting, figuring out a podcasting lair, getting a voice being heard when you want to achieve things regardless of where you are you have to earn that and a podcast is a place where you have to have people listen to it or you won't be successful and if you want people to listen to it you have to talk about things that people want to hear about and something people are want to want to hear about is the stupid politicians and the things that they don't do other things people are going to want to hear about is decor and a lot of other fun things but i do think you do need to create a space for yourself when you're a podcaster maybe you do need to find a nice microphone what is the best microphone that's something where you have to shop around to really find what the best items are and there's a lot of good stuff and there's a lot of bad stuff too some microphones are better than others some headphones are better than others i don't know how people do podcasts with headphones on that drives me nuts i need uh wireless like, like, uh, like, I can't, I can't do it with why I can't, I cannot do it. Like, the thought of it is like a, gives me like a cramp or a headache just thinking about it with the big things on your head. Like, it's not 1992. I mean, I don't even know what they used in 1992, but I picture it like that. Like, you know, like the back of like a new studio with those big clunky things on their, their heads and all the gadgets and all the wires like no one wants to deal with that can we not do that please god stop you want a nice cleaned easy to maintain area where you can podcast whether it be on youtube or twitch or wherever even um snapchat or tiktok you want all these environments and you really do really want an area where it's easy for you to do this in that doesn't take a lot of effort or money or time that's basically what you want and if you're looking for that well then make it and find it next part of our conversation exploring new furniture can be fun 
it can be fun. And uh, we were talking about recreating a room yesterday on the podcast. Um, if you're exploring for new furniture, I do recommend that you go to uh, your local thrift store or savers or goodwill and look and see what they have available there so you're not spending a ridiculous amount of money it's even fun to get ideas by looking online going on wayfair going on furniture stores online just seeing what things look like and then you can like put it in the room you're looking at that's so much fun you can really bring a new vibe a new feel a, a just a new aura to a space you didn't think was possible by adding furniture into it so furniture shopping can just be like shopping for clothes or anything else that you like to shop for so i say find a way to have fun doing that next part of our conversation let's make yogurt at home I don't know. I feel like that's more complicated than it sounds. I don't know if I would want to make yogurt at home. Granted, it probably doesn't take that much time and there's an effort and there likely is recipes for it. But just talking about it, I don't know. It sounds like that's a lot of work. I mean, jello is easy to make and ice cream. If you've got an ice cream machine, you can make it fairly easy. You can even just do it with like a a, a blend jet or the other uh, blender. Um you don't actually need like a big ice cream machine. I mean, I bought one because I like having access to do that myself. Um, I did make some almond uh, banana, almond milk banana ice cream this summer. And it was absolutely delicious. And I made it all by myself. And it was fun to do it. Um, but yogurt, I feel like that's a different texture. And likely a lot more goes into that. So I don't know if I'd venture into it. But maybe if I had a good recipe, I'd try it. I mean, you know, maybe that would be a weekend activity where you're trying to mix things together to see what it tastes like. Now, I definitely give it a try, you know. I definitely got to say uh, it would definitely be something that I'd want to try for sure. Um, granted, do I know if I'd love it? I don't know if I'd love it, but I'd like to try it. Um, I don't know. I guess we'd see. You know, it is something where... It might not exactly be what you want it to be. And that happens with food sometimes. Sometimes you have this whole beautiful idea of what you want to make and you start making it and you start to realize, oh my God, this is far harder than I thought it was going to be. I don't think I'm going to do this pass. And you can feel like that. And you don't have to feel bad about feeling like that. Next part of our conversation, there's something about white sauce. Mm, Alfredo, mm, Alfredo everything. I love Alfredo. And you can make Alfredo yourself with just a few ingredients, and you can make it very delicious. Heavy cream, white wine, some Asiago, uh, some mozzarella, and you just mix it up, and you mix it, mix it, mix it, and there you go. You're done. You're good. Maybe even add some cream cheese into that um, to get it a little more thicker. Um, you just made, um, Alfredo by yourself. You also want to put some basil into that to add a little bit of green into it. Um, I love cooking Italian food. I love pasta. I love Italian food. It's like my favorite thing to make aside from Mexican food. And I love Mexican food too. My top two favorite foods to make in the world are Mexican and Italian. I can eat pasta any day of the week, Monday through Sunday. Delicious. 
Um, there are far better ways to make that. I know we talk about the fact that you shouldn't be using as much carbohydrates and you got to find a different way to eat pasta. You can even make your own pasta with, you could do zucchini noodles. You could make cauliflower noodles. You, you could really make your own lasagna without pasta. Just make it with sauce and cheese. I mean, you could really, there's so much you can do with Alfredo. Mm, it's ridiculous. You could even put it on chicken. You could put it on steak. You know, whatever uh, you want to do with it, you could do it with it. It's delicious. And um, there should be like an Alfredo day of the week because it's, it's molto bene. It's delicious. Okay? Delicious. And yes, I can speak Italian. I took it for three years in college and it's my favorite language to speak, actually. Grazie, grazie. Um, Italian, like I said, is my favorite way to cook. Um, and Alfredo is really delicious. It, not a lot goes into it. And if you do it yourself, you can really make it authentic to whatever the taste is that you're looking for. The white wine, you can get the cooking white wine. Or you can just use a, a bottle from the fridge and just pour a little bit of that in there to get that nice quaint taste and texture to it. Um, you just put it on a nice like low heat temperature because you don't want it to like really broil over and get hard or too thick you want it to be nice and light and al dente that's how you want that sauce you know you just shove some um angel hair or some fettuccine some nice uh fettuccine shove that in there get some parmigiana and some romano on top of that mix it all together there you go you just made fettuccine alfredo done like 30 minutes very quickly very delicious can't go wrong always good that can be dinner every day of the week i'd eat it Next part of a conversation. Baking fish tastes amazing. Whether it's whitings, whether it's really any kind of a fish. If you bake it, it has a different texture and it have it has a different um different taste to it. And you can put vegetables with it. You can really put whatever you want with it. And it's really gonna be amazing. Um, there's just so much you can do with fish and baking it should be one of the options that you go to because it's a lighter way to do it and it's far healthier than frying fish all the time. I know we want to do fish fries and we want to have, uh, you know, fish and uh, french fries and we want to do all that, but maybe sometimes we should bake it too because there's nothing wrong with putting salmon in the oven with some lemon and some limes and some stream beans and having that be a meal. And it's very good and very delicious. So I say try that. Um, when it comes to TV this Wednesday, um, you know, there's a lot of things to watch. Um, Nine Perfect Strangers went off, but we're watching Why Man right now. I'm still finishing up um, Lucifer on Netflix. And I haven't started watching anything new outside of that. Uh, when it comes to regular TV, um, what's really considering starting twilight from the beginning but i don't know when i would do that but i'm really looking forward to looking at that um there's a bunch of movies on uh netflix that look good we still haven't watched stronghold that's something that we want to get into maybe we'll watch that maybe later or tomorrow on thursday um i'm really looking for a new uh series to watch we did watch that uh that show on Netflix that was really creepy about the vampires. Um, that was really good. There's been a lot of good things on Netflix. There's been a lot of good things on Hulu, too, uh, and HBO. Um, as far as Amazon, we haven't really found anything on Amazon that we want to look at. But, I mean, we're trying. But we haven't found anything that's like, I can't wait to watch you. But maybe it exists. Maybe it's there. There's also um, Animal Kingdom, too. But I don't know, man. I feel like... 
some of the characters in that show are starting to piss me off. And, like, I like watching shows, but then, like, at a certain point, I just can't help feeling like, oh, my God, why do you keep acting so stupid? And it's a show, so they're not real people. They're, like, acting the roles, so you have to remember that. But I don't know. It irritates me. I told you that we watched that Soprano movie. It was exceptional. If you haven't watched that on HBO, you need to go see it. It's good. Literally, you can watch it at home. Granted, I would go to the movie theaters to see that. That is how good it was. Um, you know, it's Wednesday. No Time to Die is coming out. And I don't know what time we're going to go see that movie. Maybe Friday or Saturday when I get out of work. We'll see what happens. Um, there's just no time to die. No time to die. No time to die. Um, looking forward to it. Uh, you know I love James Bond. Um, it's really great. And maybe we should watch the other movies first before we go to see it, even though we've already seen them. I'm thinking we gotta watch them again one more time before Daniel Craig ends. Um, you know, it was very sad losing Sean Connery. Um, he was definitely, um, a fun James Bond. And, um, it's, it's a lot of fun seeing the use of, um, gadgets and spyware being used by someone who's kind of swift with words and swift with the ladies and it's kind of entertaining and um Daniel Craig has done a phenomenal job as 007 and I really can't wait to see where they venture off into with it I'm thinking um the best is yet to come and we'll see what's next with it anyways that is the end of Born star, born star, born star, will you recognize, will you recognize your star? And don't forget your star, wherever you are. Thank you for tuning in, as always, to Born Star, and I will see you tomorrow on Thursday, one more day closer to Friday. And don't forget your star, wherever you are. When the world tells you you're not beautiful, I'm here to tell you, yes, you are. And when the world tells you you can't do something, I'm here to tell you that you can defeat them and you can conquer fear and you can do anything you set your mind to. Anybody telling you something you can't do is just jealous and upset at the fact that you're doing it. Ignore them. Keep moving. Crush all your goals and be unstoppable. Be unapologetic. Live your life and don't feel sorry. This is your time now. Your time's never going to exist in any other place but today, right now. Don't feel bad about being extraordinary. Don't feel bad about living lavishly. And don't be sad because you're amazing. Let them be angry at you. And just laugh. And relish in the fact that you're somebody that can't be replaced. Remember, your star power. Remember, you're a star wherever you are. Whether it's light or dark. You're a star. You're beautiful. You're magnetic. And there's just nothing that you can't do. Thank you for tuning in, as always, to Born Star. And I'll see you tomorrow. Bye.